Welcome to the Weekly Workplace, where professionals come to find insights and inspiration for success. Hosted by the Missouri Training Institute, this is the Weekly Workplace. Welcome to the Weekly Workplace, where professionals come to find insights and inspiration for success. With you again today, Missouri Training Institute. Good morning, Dewey and Ray. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning everybody. Oh, another wonderful day. I still want to say here on Sesame Street, but we're going to say here at the MTI office here around the round table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, how is everyone feeling today? Things are well, I think, um, for me anyway. I mean, I've got a I've got a Jeep that's in the shop. But other than that, things are going well. <laughs> yeah, things are well in my neck of the woods, as Willard Scott would say. How about uh, your energy levels, y'all? How's your energy levels? I'm probably resonating at a five or a six. (laughs) I woke up all fresh today, so I've got quite a bit of energy myself. All right. So if you're wondering out there, listeners, uh, yeah, we're getting ready to talk about uh, something that is still relatively new, but not at the same time. Uh, It's called the Energy Leadership index and it's a certification that ray has recently received but um what's intriguing to me is that we have been hearing about this because forbes has listed it as one of the top three assessments every executive should take so ray talk a little bit about that that's so intriguing to me yes well you know you you mentioned the energy leadership index which is known as the eli um, that's on the list which uh, we are certified um, to administer uh, here at missouri training institute we are there's also clifton strengths showed up on the top three Um, we're also certified in clifton strengths and then the eqi 2.0 for emotional intelligence and guess what Yes, we are also certified <laughs> um, for that. So we it's kind of the trifecta. We, we, we have it all. all. We got it all. Yeah. Dewey, thank you for that, because uh, yeah. <laughs> you're the one that uh, gave us the funds to be able to certify in all those areas. <laughs> oh, it's not like I gave you all the funds. It was just strategically. It was a great thing to do. Um, and out that way. It, yeah. it certainly um, uh, is about our own professional development, but it's also about growing our own business. Right. So yeah. um, these are great certifications and great assessments that leaders should take. And Forbes says that uh, those are the top three. I think the order was what Clifton Strings. EQ and then the ELI. Um, And we do, we, we are certified in all, well, Ray is certified in um, all three of them and you are certified in emotional intelligence, right? And I'm certified in in Clifton strength. So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we've got it covered. We do. We do. I liked how Ray said the trifecta trifecta. uh, We recently had the opportunity, you know, one of the things that we often do here at Missouri Training Institute is anytime uh, there is an assessment or something new that's out there that we are going to be offering to our clients, we make sure that we have an opportunity to go through it ourselves. And then we sit around and we talk about it. (laughs) And so (laughs) one of my favorite things uh, was day one when I started, I've told this before, we did Clifton Strengths. Uh, We sat down and talked around it, uh, talked about it as a team. And then uh, after Ray and I got certified in emotional intelligence. We sat down and we talked about our reports as a team. And now here we are in this ELI world, this energy leadership index world. And um, Ray, I want you to talk a little bit more about it because there's something really interesting about this that 
uh, it's only offered through IPEC certified coaches, yes. which you happen to be achieving at this point. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, so IPEC stands for Institute for Professional Excellence in Coaching, and it is one of the most recognized providers of professional and executive coaching certifications and they're ICF accredited, which is the International Coaching Federation. No, and that's kind of the governing body, the accrediting body for all coaching standards. And IPEC is one of their leading providers that's accredited through the ICF. So it it does carry some some significance to it. And the fact that then the ELI um, is only administered through IPEC IPEC certified coaches just proves its its credibility. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So um, the other thing that I found very interesting with this is we started going through it. Uh, one big differentiating factor between this and some of the other assessments we mentioned, like Clifton Strengths or uh, even EQI, uh, True Colors, if you've ever taken that, DISC, if you've ever taken that, is that this particular assessment, the ELI, is an attitudinal assessment versus a personality assessment. Talk about the impact in that, uh, Ray, the differences between those two. Yeah, you know, I I love that. It is one thing to know, like, who you are, you know, know your gift and talents and of course understand your personality you know like why you did what you do and or you know where where is that coming from and it's a great predictor you know of of other things however an attitudinal assessment is different in that once you raise your awareness about a particular belief or in this case attitude about something, um, mostly yourself and how you're showing up, how you're presenting um, what we talk about in as energy, mm-hmm. then it allows you to be more conscious and make more intentional decisions about how do I want to show up? <laughs> you know, like if that wasn't it, then what would it be and what do I need to do to do that? And so that means that it can change. And with that type of intentionality and, of course, you know, through coaching um, is one of the main avenues to increase that awareness. You know, you it'd be a great uh, assessment for you to take, you know, now and see where you are with that particular level of energy and then go through some intentional practice and strategies, maybe work with an executive coach or a life coach or whatever realm you're, you're finding yourself in and then take it in, you know, six, nine, 12 months later and recognize the difference because, you know, Clifton, we're like, yeah, you could take it now, but you know, you don't need to retake it and retake it and retake it. You might shuffle your top 10 around, but you're pretty much your gifts and talents or your gifts and talents. However, this has, has shown significant differences in a before with intentional strategies and awareness and then an after so it's almost like a growth. You can you can actually mm-hmm. see the growth if they go through those strategies and working with an executive coach. Then, you know, where you started, hopefully it would be a, a much a higher level of growth when you when you finish. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's measurable. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what's so wonderful. And that's why so many leaders um, love it. And of course, you know, a lot of people that are sitting, you know, in the C-suites, they're there because they recognize metrics and they understand um, changes uh, with that. And so they like to see those types of results, not just how somebody might respond to them because, you know, they might not always be in that moment. But overall, long term, you know, what does that mean for for long term change? Mm-hmm. So, Ray, can you tell me a little more about what this assessment actually measures? Yes. So like it says, it measures your energy. The fact that. All right. Bear with me. But we're all we're all made of energy. Right. So mm-hmm. we all have an and are made of energy and we predominantly have two types that we present through. One is, of course, what we call in um, coaching as anabolic energy. And so that's that building up energy. That's that energy of creation and option and non-judgment. Um, so we all have that within us. We also have catabolic energy. And so more of that tearing down or destructive energy. Mm-hmm. And so that might be, you know, fear, worry, anxiety, anger, you know, victimization, you know, those types of things. That's also uh, an energy that we resonate. And so the ELI measures that based on 70 questions. And of course, as all valid and reliable tests, this has gone through rigorous testing, but it's a 70 item. It's a web-based assessment and it just, it asks people to rate themselves based on their, their beliefs about certain things, their own self-perceptions, maybe their emotional reaction or tendencies. And then it comes back with this breakdown of where is your energy predominantly showing up? You know, are you in those catabolic levels of energy um, or those anabolic levels of energy? And so it kind of gives you that snapshot mm-hmm. uh, based on how you answer those questions, your beliefs and your perceptions about certain situations. And then again, you have an option to go, wow, you know, like that's not how I want to show up or yeah, I want more of that. You know, what would be the benefit of that? Mm -hmm. And then working to either, you know, spend more time resonating in a higher, more anabolic levels of energy or, um, you know, just being aware that sometimes, I mean, just like everything, there's good and bad in everything. And so sometimes you do want some of that little catabolic energy because maybe that's just the energy that's going to light that fire and get you moving. You know, you just need a little bit of that, you know, behind you Um, and not so much of that. It's fine. It'll be okay. Everything will work out, you know, so you might want to drop into a a catabolic energy level, you know, to get some of that. So that's what I mean by energy is, is just how you present yourself, um, the energy in which you present yourself to the world. And I know, uh, you know, obviously, so we, we, we've all taken the assessment at this point. And Dewey, I'm going to toss it over to you on this because I have had the opportunity to go through the debrief. Um, but I want to ask you with when you took the assessment, because you've taken a lot of assessments throughout your career. Mm-hmm. Was there anything that stood out in that process of going through uh, the assessment, any of the questions or just the process in general? Well, I thought the process of actually the uh, taking the assessment itself was really not any 
different than other assessments that I've taken. You know, you're yeah. they're asking questions, you're responding on a scale. What I did, I, I I did love the interpretation, the results that I got back from, you know, because as Ray said, it gave me a snapshot of where I'm at now. And parts of it um I, I liked, <laughs> I was happy with <laughs> other parts I'm not so happy with, but that's where that intentional, uh, you know, what can I do to see a growth in those areas. Um, so I'm looking forward to having that debrief. I know you have had your I debrief have. with Ray. I have not. Certainly, I read the report um, that I got back, and um, but we Ray and I haven't sat down together yet to go over that report. So I'm hoping that we can see some growth <laughs> later on when I'm taking it. So uh, take it again. That's what, and I think that's what really, I guess, was uh, hopeful for me in the sense that kind of like you, when I saw my results, I was like, oh man, Uh, (laughs) like, I think I might've known it, but then seeing it on paper, of course, only solidifies that feeling of, ugh. and I know a lot of our clients, um, a lot of our clients say that even about the EQI assessments, you know, and we, we encourage folks to sit in that space for a while, let digest those emotions. Your emotions are valid. Um, How you feel towards that is valid. And one of my favorite things that I learned from Ray is just because you see those uh, those results. If that's not the results that you want, that just means that you are not finished becoming who you want to be yet. And what I found incredibly hopeful is that this particular assessment, you can change that, you know, like it, because mm-hmm. it's an attitudinal based assessment, you can change it. And I mean, within a, as little as six months, you might see such a huge difference. Mm-hmm. That was encouraging. Yeah, absolutely. Very encouraging. Yeah. You know, when we, when we think about, you know, and we, people can just start doing it now, you know, just raising their awareness simply by listening to Uh, this podcast, but, you know, really thinking about what is your energetic presentation, right? How you're showing up in response to a particular task, um, activity, situation, you know, so how you show up and how you do one thing is how you do everything. And, you know, a lot of times what we're bringing to a situation or an activity or even, you know, our work that's sitting on our desk is going to be you know, reflected back to us. Mm. So if we happen to walk into a situation or go to a situation with that more lower levels of energy, you know, in that energetic presentation, guess what reflects back? Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Yeah. and so, you know, just being aware of it and going, whoa, OK, so what's going on here? How how might I, you know, refocus my energy and make it more intentional mm-hmm. um, for doing that? And, you know, when I'm coaching, you know, a lot of I mean, all the time, you know, you're I'm usually coaching around some kind of task or activity or situation that a client might be going through. But when I can use the ELI. I, you know, we can explore more specific results, Mm. you know, and I think Brianna, you know, when we, I mean, we went through every, there's seven levels Mm. of energy and every single level we picked apart. I mean, we, you know, when does this show up for you? How does it show up for you? Um, You know, what would be the benefits to you to be at a different level, you know, access higher levels or, or whatever. And so you can be very, very specific even situationally with how you need to show up or would like to show up. I should say don't need to, but would like to. 
I got to say it was hard too. I mean, that debrief, I, a lot of times you'll go through like a, a debrief on something and you're kind of left with, okay, I understand it all now, you know, and then you kind of, as I tell my EQ clients, you do, like, I've explained it to you now, you choose what you're going to do with it. And I remember like sitting in that debrief with you, Ray, and I said, I'm going to need some time on this because it was very much a, you don't get it all figured out in that one session kind of thing. Like you don't understand it fully in that one session. It takes some space to sit and reflect, um, to answer some of those tough questions. And I found a couple of them tougher than I thought they would be. (laughs) I mean, the debrief questions, um, not the assessment questions, but uh, it does hit that space where it requires a high level of thinking. And I will say that as well. And then spending some time afterwards, I guess, continuing that conversation, having those follow-up conversations, which is where that coaching would come into play. Whenever you approach a situation, and of course, you're more motivated to do it if you know that it's in alignment with what you believe, Mm -hmm. right? If you know that it's in alignment with your values, if in that moment you can bring less tension, less anxiety to a situation or even, you know, allowing it to cause that level of tension and anxiety, right? Because you're choosing your energy, then of course, you're going to be more anabolic in your presentation. You know, that doesn't mean you're not feeling your feels, but it just means you're, you're um, examining that and choosing something that suits you better or is in more alignment and releases you from that tension and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's one thing that the ELI does. And of course, through coaching, uh, definitely, that's kind of one of the main things when the ELI is brought in. I, I found myself during that debrief thinking of Dewey uh, because Dewey's often talking about that freedom to choose space. Um, and so, Dewey, I'm going to let you explain that because that's uh, that's something that is so powerful. And I think really a, an important piece to this process in in that freedom to choose when you become aware um well i you know when we talk about the freedom to choose you know there's it's a lot of that that gap in space you know this all kind of started with victor frankel i don't know if anybody remembers victor frankel but he was a nazi concentration camp survivor and he wrote this book called man's search for meaning and he talked about the 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 prisoners in the camp who probably had more of the anabolic energy that Ray has kind of described here uh, for us, who were able to be more intentional about how they choose to respond to any situation. And you think about the type of situation that he was involved with. My goodness, they the Nazis tried to take away his they took away his family. They took away his his income. They took away his belongings. They they tried to do everything. But the one thing he said that they were never, ever able to take away from him was his ability to choose how he responds in any given situation. And he said the people who were able to do that were oftentimes the ones who survived the camps. Um, And so, you know, you think about that, you know, even Covey, Stephen Covey kind of talks a little bit about the idea of the ability to you are free to choose your own response in any given situation. So understanding where your energy is coming from, the stressors that um, is relating to that. And so can I become more anabolic in my choices, maybe perhaps than operating from that victimization type of energy? 
right? Uh, because then that's not going to that's not going to serve me so well. So it's again about being very very intentional um, because you have to recognize that between stimulus and response there is this gap, and it's in that gap that you get to choose how you respond to to any situation. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to, you know, all of us have the ability to operate at any level, you know, or what I call resonate um, at any level. It's just like a radio frequency. You know, you dial it in or you can tune it out or you can drive far away from it, you know, whatever it is, you know, so it, it really is. And, you know, none of them are are you know, necessarily bad. They all have advantages and disadvantages. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, even at the highest level, level seven, um, nobody resonates there all the time. You couldn't, you, your head would be in the clouds. You'd never be in, in the real world. You know, Mm -hmm. you just couldn't, but there are that inner, inner genius in everybody that comes through level thinking level seven. And it might be that spark or that inspiration where you had that moment, but nobody just lives up in level seven. So when I'm thinking about this, Ray, and I consider kind of that report that we get back, because once you take the assessment, you do get your report back. Um, mm-hmm. Once the, the coach gives it, you know, I think it's about a day or so, maybe before you actually do your debrief that you usually get that report back. Was that, is that right? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, you, know, you look at it and you're going, okay, but then you don't know what it means really. And so there's no reason to really sit in it too long before you get debriefed. Right. Yeah. So it does give you this really um, in-depth kind of report uh, goes through all of those seven levels that you're talking about. And, um, and then it also has two different profiles that it provides you. Uh, Ray, can you speak a little bit about that? The kind of the energetic um, presentation, the profile, and there's also one that was under stress. Gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. So you in responding to those 70 questions, you'll you'll understand your levels of energy when things are going normal, when you're having a a normal day, you know, what are you resonating at? Um, But it also has a chart uh, about your energetic stress response. Mm -hmm. So let's say when you get into a stressful situation or are somehow triggered in some type of of stress reaction, Mm -hmm. it shows what energy level you resonate at. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, it would be normal to know that you're resonating at lower levels, right? Because that's what that's where instinct takes over. That's where you know you might need the most energy to defend yourself uh, in whatever capacity. And so, you know, that probably shouldn't surprise anybody. But then again, how long do you stay there? How often are you there? The report doesn't say, oh, you spend 75% of your day in a stress response. You know, only you know that. Right. Um, And so that's part of what gets drawn out in a coaching session is when do you find yourself there? Um, You know, and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm there eight hours a day because my work is so stressful. You know, that type of thing. Then guess what? You might be presenting in a level one or level two most of your day. Mm. That's how people pick you up, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what a great self-awareness um, opportunity. I mean, I just keep thinking that with this, obviously just the report itself, but then hearing that in particular with how people might be perceiving you, because you may be coming at this thinking your, your energy level is totally different, you know, and you're feeling totally different, but is that what other people are seeing? Yes. And I want to talk a little bit about group sessions and how we can do group sessions So, you know, thinking about we've been talking about this all as kind of a one on one uh, relationship with a coach, but recognizing that teams 
Mm. can do this. And so there is requests where, you know, we have an intact team, like an executive leadership team might come and everybody takes the ELI. Um, So everybody will receive their own individual uh, report. But I also have the ability to put together a team ELI. So as a team, how are we resonating? Right. Mm -hmm. And then the the training that surrounds that then is about asking those questions, you know, so when you're in, you know, a level one, you know, what's going on Um, now? Here's here's the thing. Nobody says, well, I'm, you know, forty nine point seven percent level one, you know, that nobody has to reveal anything because we have a team chart, Mm -hmm. um, that energetic presentation and the energetic stress response um, chart that's for the team. So people can contribute in ways where they see that energy being presented. And we can talk about those situations and what might, you know, be the benefit of resonating at a different level. But nobody has to individually reveal their results. In fact, I don't even encourage that. You know, everybody can do that on their very own, you know, whenever and wherever they wish to do that. Mm -hmm. But for teams that would like to go through that, that is a possibility. Well, it's great that you have those options, you know, for either individuals or for groups of of people working together. So that's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess as we, we, I know we're running short on time, but I feel like we could keep talking about this. I'm so excited about this new opportunity, this new offering that we have. Um, In my mind, as I'm kind of hearing this, the idea would be maybe reaching out um, or I guess what would be the process, right? If somebody wants to do this, what would be the process for uh, getting the assessment and all that? Oh, absolutely. Just, you know, get on our website, send us an email. You can do it through our our regular, you know, our general email um, contact through the web page or you can contact me directly. And my information is also on our website. Okay, so they'd reach out to you. Mm -hmm. And then uh, after they take the assessment, uh, we go through the the debrief. Then I I, I mean, it sounds like obviously, if we're trying to work on changing our our attitude in these spaces, (laughs) that maybe it'd be important to have some of that coaching. So I, I guess, what does that coaching experience look like once you finish going through the debrief on the assessment? Yeah, I mean, you know, that would be the optimum situation if if that individual is really looking at making a significant change that's measurable and, and presentable, um, let's say, to their their team or their leadership or their organization. So, yeah, you know, I we're going to talk about coaching, I think, in another in another podcast. Um, and we can do, you know, we can arrange that again through a, a consultation. The ELI usually is the kind of the beginning of that relationship or one of the options for the beginning of a coaching relationship. Excellent. Yeah. And you are right. Uh, yes. A uh, little, little bit of, of heads up for our listeners out there. We will be speaking about coaching more in depth, uh, executive professional coaching, as well as just general coaching in the workplace in our episode next week. So please make sure that you tune back in for that one. But I guess any other final thoughts or things that our listeners should know about ELI, right? You know, we're certified in all of them. And I I love the others as well. I really like this one. First of all, because of the specificity and I think because of and, you you know, this is no surprise to anybody. I love to see market change um, <laughs> in, in behaviors. I mean, with my yeah. people, with myself. And this gives you those types of of markers. 
And I think that's beneficial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's amazing when people see a little progress, how much they want to further grow it, right? Oh, absolutely. Water the seeds you want to see grown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, great uh, conversation today on a uh, great opportunity for our listeners out there. And if you are interested, again, just to kind of recap what Ray said, you can reach out to us at mti at missouri.edu, or you can reach out to Ray individually. More information again next week in our coaching conversation. So tune back then. And until then, go be great. Thanks for listening to The Weekly Workplace, hosted by the Missouri Training Institute. Dewey, Ray, and Brianna stand ready to connect with you and meet your training needs. Be sure to check out ways to contact them in the episode description or at mti.missouri.edu. Subscribe to the podcast to get future episodes automatically by tapping subscribe in your podcast player of choice. Hope to catch you on the next episode of The Weekly Workplace. Yes.